Tough Love is brought to you by my new book, Love Language. It's my memoir that centres around family, music, food and finding love. It's out now at all good bookstores across Australia and online. Links are in the show notes for you. And for now, enjoy this episode. Thank you. Thank you. You should take some vitamins. Mm-hmm. How are you feeling? Uh, I feel pretty good actually. I've drunk so much water. Why is he being food so salty? Like, actually, unbelievable. Like, I probably realistically drank like 30 glasses of water at that place. After heaps of overdue quality time and an amazing reunion visit, Magnus had to get back to LA. Because they were biking. By now, I was living in my own apartment. I had to stay back in Australia because I've been getting all my visa paperwork together. A month later, with the country opened up, I'm about to get on a plane to the US. Finally! So this is going to be a short trip while my visa is getting approved, but it's a huge step forward as it's the first time I'm returning back to the home we set up over two years ago. And as well as the life admin bullshit, I've got errands coming out of my ass, my mum's on my back, and then on top of all that... Oh, fuck. What is wrong with my eyes? My face is fucked. It looks like a rash. It could be a mix of hives, eczema, dermatitis, I don't fucking know. But my whole face is puffy, swollen, red, and it's taking all of my willpower all the time to resist the urge to scratch it. And then what's even worse is that my mum cannot find out about this. She'll have a meltdown if she does. She'll say that I'm not taking care of myself and that's the last stressful thing that I need right now. But I've got to go see mum because she's lending me her suitcase. Hello, Mama. Yeah, what was that you said? I'm recording new stuff for Tough Love. Oh, oh, wow, that's good, yeah. Oh, wow. I pull a baseball cap down as low as possible so my face is completely shadowed and I'm hoping to God that my extremely observant mum does not notice. How long are you going to go for? Two and a half weeks or two? Uh, about three weeks. Three weeks? What? That long? Three weeks, and then I'll come back and do my visa. So far, we're good. Mum hasn't noticed. Right. We are in my mum's garage. Yes. Hold on. Oh, 
Oh, wait, I can't. And it might be because she's got her own health issues going on. There you go, Mum. How are you? washing. I'm okay. How was your day? Uh, my day, good. Look, I have a good fall the other night. Oh, my God. Mum's got a big bandage on your... Uh, what happened? I uh, just a skin split it. The ground is so, like, a greeny, damp. So I walked on it, and uh, it's incredible that way I fall. Like this, and then my knee went down. Oh, and you did the splits. Yeah. So it's a little bit of a cut there. It's not much. Mm-hmm. I fix it. I'm a doctor, you know that. Okay. Yeah. All right. Come Anything on, doctor. Else? No, that's it. You remember my mum, Janet. She's not a doctor, but she's a total firecracker. She is organised, detail-oriented, and, yeah, she loves helping out. Well, I cooked just the omelette for you, save you time, mm-hmm. and I got you the passport here. Just in case tomorrow <laughs> you're rushing and then heavy rain couldn't get to your dad, and I worry. So, I'm get, I will get my passport, Mum. I know how to get my passport. No, it's not that. You know this weather this day? So crazy. Just in case flood somewhere, you couldn't get it while you're here. Okay. You can still visit your dad, nothing wrong with that. Well, I have to go to the airport anyway, so Two weeks before my face flare-up, I jumped in the car to visit one of my closest friends. Hello, 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 hello. (laughs) Welcome back to my car. It's extremely muggy. The windows are up. I'm feeling very hot. I'm excited to see her because it really feels like things are moving along now. And while I feel really hopeful for the first time in a while... It does feel like I'm still holding on to a sort of tension and mistrust about the future. We've all lost things in this last couple of years, right? And instead of having that feeling linger too heavily in me, I actually think I need to hit the refresh button. So how do we reset our life for a clean start? good that you can't see me and you can't judge my misjudged reverse park oh my god no who am i kidding i fucking nailed it still got it oh wait i am i'm in a laneway i'm in okay okay hold on one sec Samantha Kitty, welcome. Hello. (laughs) (laughs) Welcome. Sam and I have been best friends since the very first day of high school orientation. Shit. All I remember is that you were a bit of a bitch and I liked it. (laughs) I remember you took off your name tag the first day of orientation in high school and you were like, I need to throw away this badge. You threw it. We clicked straight away. We went all through high school together and we did the same uni degree and community radio. Shout out FBI in Sydney. When we started a band, we moved to London together. Sam was the singer and I was the bass player. 
So we've been living as soul sisters for a long time. Do you have five cents for me? Oh my lord! That was the lyric. That was the title. Here's the thing about Sam. She still lives in London and is a restaurant owner now. So her life over the past couple of years has been a fucking roller coaster. She's been through it and come out the other side and she's taken the shit in her stride. And she's fully reset how she lives. Mentally did go into this year, I think like a lot of people, and just said to myself, like, everything in the last two years, I'm just kind of like filing it away. I'm just going to start again because I think... We all went through so much these last two years. So I wanted to really start the new year. New year, new energy, like new goals. I didn't want to be like a super cliche, but I was sort of a bit of a cliche, I think. <laughs> but you've been disciplined. You're doing Pilates every day on your holiday. Not and every like, day. Well, you're doing like exercise. and Yeah. But I think, you know, those are like one of the things that for a lot of people and for me, I was just like, oh, once I get into the routine, I have like that sort of schedule. It can make my brain kind of focus on everything else once you've kind of got like a plan and then you can just make a, you know, your life kind of work around that structure. And then you don't kind of go crazy and have like a million things to worry about and stress out about. So, yes, that was like something that I really wanted to make sure that I made an effort to to do. Sam went from an office job into hospitality. Her husband is a chef and together they run a couple of bustling restaurants in London. She learned that to help her team, to be a good manager, she had to help herself. So she focused on the simple things to take care of herself. She started going for really long walks, listening to podcasts, exercising regularly. So as someone that was constantly working and being mentally like productive, these small things paid off for her. I guess, it, you know, in different points in your life, you probably like feel the need to like reset. And I think like one of, you know, one of the important aspects of that is definitely like resetting your sort of like physical being, but also like mental as well. So, you know, doing things like clearing house, like, you know, getting rid of things that you don't need anymore, like not to get all Marie Kondo on it. But like, I think definitely that's a really helpful thing. Like when you physically have too much stuff around you could make you feel like, you know, inundated, claustrophobic or anything, like give you anxiety as well. And the process of doing all this has made Sam stronger. I feel a lot more powerful in myself, if that makes sense. Going through all of this hard stuff has actually, and the challenges that it presented was, you know, at the end of the day has been a great result and being able to figure out like how to deal with all those challenges in a way that I can just, you know, not be so stressed out about everything and have like panic attacks or whatever. I think that was really important. A few years ago, Sam confided in me that she was having panic attacks and really bad sleep. It took her a long time to figure out what was causing it. A number of factors contributed. She was working too hard and too much and not giving herself the care she needed. Instead, she felt weighed down. It all piled up. And that's why she needed to clean that shit out. There's a lot of gunk happening in here on a daily basis, so clear your mind. That's an on Vogue cover. <laughs> clear your mind. Free your mind and the rest will follow. Something I've learned from Sam is that you can reset anytime. It doesn't need to be New Year's to check in with yourself about your goals and take stock of the important stuff in your life. You can even do it right now. 
and continue after the episode is finished. It's so hard when you, especially in these positions, you have to make plans, you have to like have goals, but actually what has been the real lesson has been also to like kind of be able to go with the flow. It's not like I've become necessarily a pessimist, but I find it really hard to trust that things will work out and having faith and that things will work out the way that I want them to when I want them to. And I take into account that sure there's uncertainty, but is stuff ever going to happen that's going to land in my favor? And with you in your job, like launching a new restaurant, taking these risks, having that faith, how have you found that? I think that expectation, you you know, you can't hold on to it. You just have to like, okay, I need to like find a way around it. This roadblock, I need to like figure out what I'm going to do to overcome it. Cause otherwise you just get caught up in it and then it just drags you down. Mm. I guess like, how do we find that trust again? I find the trust again. I don't know. I don't know if there is like, mm. I don't know if you can trust the future anymore. Everything's so uncertain. Like, yeah, you can only trust in like what you want to see or what you want it to be. And then you have to just work towards that. Yeah, I guess. Balls up in the air, baby. <laughs> That's why I've got those moving parts. Yeah, exactly. I think that you've been able to take stuff in your stride, Sammy. Thank you. Well, I'm glad that you think it's a stride because I feel like I'm like fumbling around in the dark. But are you serious? <laughs> yeah, I feel like I don't know. Does everyone just think that like, you know, they're struggling, but on the outside, everyone else is just like, oh, no, you're doing great. Oh, Ooh. what was that? that oh, my God. No, someone. Oh, my God. Siri, shut up. Why did Siri think we just spoke? Sorry, I'm having trouble with the connection. Please try again in a moment. Free your mind. Before we start hooning to the restaurant, Samantha, you've got one job to do. Go. You're locked and loaded with Linda Mariano on Tough Love. Perfect. How do they get the texture with the tofu? Yeah, but it's not locked. Even you try, it doesn't do anything. Yeah. Oh, so it's fine. Yeah. Okay. But then you don't want to put anything until you test it out. I know it's a six twelve. So now I'll try something else. So now I move it. Is Um, that what I'm doing? No, don't you want to lock first? Yeah, how do I lock it? You put the other zipper up. The other zipper is up. Oh, yeah, you got to put it here, somewhere here. I don't know. There's somewhere. I've never done it before. I don't don't know how this works. Yeah, 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 that's right. Back at Mum's apartment, we're now trying to work out how her suitcase works. That's how we do it. All right, do it right. Don't forget to lock. I know. I, know. I can't afford to lose this suitcase. It cost two, three hundred dollars. I know. So I have to buy a new one. Now I got your khaki. I don't know how to open your house door. You didn't show me. And so yeah, mum wants to stay at my apartment while I'm away. 
So on top of the other deadlines I'm trying to manage and the 24-7 pain on my face, which is actually getting even worse now, I'm double checking that everything is up to her standards at my place. So that includes me doing some extremely thorough cleaning and tidying up. In fact, I've even had to hide all the chocolates and sweets from the pantry because she doesn't like the fact that I keep naughty things in the house. Now, uh, what is this? I don't need toilet paper. I've got toilet paper. Oh, okay. get out of my ass. No, 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 no. Leave it. Oh, yeah. Okay. Take it out. And this your massage sandal, if you want to take it to US. Mm-hmm. What is that thing? That's my bra. Okay. Wow, yeah. new massage set. Massage yeah. sandal. The old one, leave it there. Leave it in your old house. Mm-hmm. I'm going to clean it. Okay? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And this you can take to US, that little bit. Because just in case you wear mascara. Uh, I've got my that. own one of that. Like, and this like, whole energy feels like the total opposite of what Sam and I were talking about earlier. Instead of getting rid of things... I'm accumulating more gunk. Yeah. Oh, all this thing, eh? Did you take it? I got it. I got it. Vitamin C and all that? Uh huh. Yeah, okay. I'm not choking. Grape seed? I took it. But amongst all the extra advice, there is sweetness too. Like giving me a Chinese red envelope with cash money for me to use. Red envelope for you, safety, travels, do LA. Thank you, Mum. Thank you, Mama. Yeah. You buy something, little thing for yourself. I don't need anything in the airport on the way home, okay? Okay. I got all perfume. You let me know if you need anything. No, no, no. I'll put this in my handbag. Are you sure it's enough? I don't mind. No, I Mama. <laughs> Mum's putting it. more money in the envelope. Yeah, that's all I have. I don't have a lot. <laughs> $150,000. Savings in a little red envelope. Thank you. Thank you very much. I better get to the point. We're hanging out in Anna's studio. I'm closing the door. Closing the shutters. I don't know how to pull it. it. Don't close it. Oh, really? Okay. We joke that this looks like a shower. It's like a shower in here. This is my friend Anna Luno. She's a musician, DJ and podcaster. And we met back when we were both 18 at the same community radio station that Sam and I were volunteering at. Anna then moved to New York and then on to LA where she lived for over 10 years and started her family there. Uh, we've got some some poorly uh, upholstered foam boards on the walls to help the sound sound crispy and nice and flat. We've got a room made out of Lego, as I discovered when I actually moved in. The walls are made out of some kind of giant Lego blocks, Um, but it's fine. And there's some DJ equipment, some keyboards. The reason I've come to this Lego house today to talk to Anna is because she's another one of my friends who has used this recent period to reset her life and her identity. The beautiful thing about life is how fast we adapt, you know, how I just feel like humans are built to roll with the punches. We're built to move on. She moved her family from L.A. back to Australia for a total new start. Moving back this time was very curious because it was moving back to a place that I'd lived at when I was younger, but as a completely different person in a new stage of life with two kids, it's almost like I'd left a kid and I was coming back a mum. So I saw it with different eyes completely. 
Mm. Was it a bit scary? Yeah, it definitely was a bit scary. It's scary to question whether you want to live the life that you live, but I think it's extremely necessary. (laughs) Someone just started playing Lizzo outside. And And you're wearing a Lizzo T-shirt. It's about damn time. (laughs) It is about damn time. In a minute. 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 Um... It's fucking weird having to question our life choices. But yet we don't. Like we go along for 10 years doing something that we just decided to do and then we're just like, oh, wait. Well, I made my choice. I can change it now. Like I think, you know, it's really healthy to question and decide if it's the right thing for you at that point in your life and if it's really going to make you happy. Like what is it that drives you? What is it that makes your soul really happy? Because I feel like... I'd built a lot of things in my life before that that I always thought I wanted and achieving them was something that drove me for a long time and there was a lot of growth that happened through the quest to achieve them. Like I really do believe that our passions are the road where we get the opportunity to grow and experience so much. So that in itself is why it's worth going down the road to to see, you know, like how you change as you do it. But then when you get it, You don't always get the sense of like ticking the box that you always thought you would get. There's still something missing here and I'm not quite sure what it is. And yes, I'm happy, but like this isn't enough. I just realise so much that the pace that I used to live at was never going to fulfill me because I never stopped long enough to even know what I was doing half the time. You know, I do think back on the pace and the, the amount of output that I was giving the world. And I just feel like it can't have been good enough. It just must have been watered down, right? Because no person can just give out, give out, give out without like properly having con- something, you know, yeah. more definitive to give. I just feel like I was moving too fast to... yeah to do it meaningfully. So I definitely feel like the forced slowing down of my life has been such a good thing in a lot of ways. I do less now, but it's packed with more goodness. It's like I'm a more simmered down soup uh, concentrate than I was. I'm like a juicy like bone broth. you tomato paste uh, concentrate. Exactly. I'm not some watery bisque. No, no, I'm a no, juicy no. concentrate. Hey, she's a juice. No, and this no. one too much no, for you, right? Need. Oh, give me the suitcase. Try to lock it and unlock because that's a Ramon six one two. This, when I put in, it's one week later, back in the garage with mum. I'm still hiding my face, which is totally fucked at this point. The flight's leaving in two days, and I'm racing around just trying to sort all my shit out. Don't worry, Mum. I'll, bring, I'll I'll leave it at Dad's. It's no it's no big deal. I'm not going there by Monday. Oh, he have to bring it to me. He have to not me only up. am I hiding my unknown face issue from Mum because she'll freak out. I'm also hiding it from Magnus. I'm just 
so determined to get on that fucking flight. I don't care that my body is screaming out for a break. I've waited so long. And then... Your face is so sensitive. What have you been using? You must not use what you're using. It's, I know. It's, I, no, no, I'm not using anything at the it's moment. It's too oily, gonna... it's puffy and I'm from wrinkles. It's, it's, it's hay fever and everything. No, it's not no. like of that course, my mum noticed my face. This is no sensitive at all. Okay. It's so light. Okay. Take okay. it to US and use it. You can use it there. She puts it down to me using the wrong skincare. And luckily, she gives me the right product and moves on pretty quickly. I've learned that whether I'm trying to be optimistic or hopeful or facing the cold reality of a situation or somewhere in between, my body cannot hide tension or any anxiety under the surface. Uh, And I don't know about you, but over the past couple of years, I've built up a fair bit of that. Now, when you're in the airport, give me a quick call, Mm -hmm. if you can. And um, and everything else, when you arrive, make sure I'm safe, okay? Yeah, okay. House key, don't forget. I know, I'll bring you my house keys. Love you, Mama. Love you, love you Which makes me feel like resetting is more important than ever. I'm on the plane. I'm flying to LA right now. How exciting. Uh, I'm lying. I am not on a plane. It's the night before the flight and my suitcase was packed. My Uber was booked for the next morning and then the pain got unbearable. Somehow my face got even fucking worse It was so dark red, it just ballooned out and almost every part of me, despite this, wanted to just push through it. I've been inspired by how Sam and Anna both prioritised themselves in hard times to reset their ways of living. And the whole time I've been thinking that my reset was to move on and get to the US. But my body needs attention and help now. It's not the reset that I had imagined overseas with the palm trees. But it's the one that I clearly need right now. I called Magnus. I finally confessed what's been going on. We cancelled my flight. And instead I booked in to see a specialist. So, yeah. Oh, also, don't tell my mum that I'm not getting on the plane because of the rash because she'd really freak out. I've told her that there was a flight delay for 48 hours. Next time on Tough Love. Will I ever get on that plane to LA? Like, every city is fucking lonely. It's a bum bag, and so I'm trying to get everybody on board with the bum bag. Can I get to the bottom of my fucking face flare-ups? I knew something is wrong. Jessie Ware gives us some advice. The world is our oyster. Where do we begin? I can imagine, yeah, the pressure of that too must be quite immense. Tough Love is a podcast by me, Linda Mariano. 
It's produced by me, Amelia Chapelo, and Adair Shepherd, with support from Mike Williams. So much water. Want to find out what happens next? Follow Tough Love so you never miss an episode. If you like the show, why not support us by rating and leaving a review? Help us connect with more tough cookies like you. And you know I always love hearing from you. If you want to get in touch, you can email me, hellotoughlove at gmail.com, or you can say hello on Instagram, at toughloveteam. Okay, that's it. Thank you. Love you. Ciao, ciao. Hey, it's Linda. Hope you enjoyed that episode of Tough Love. I wanted to let you know that my book, Love Language, is out now. It's a true story about the ways that we show love. It's a memoir that centers around my family, music, food, and falling in and out of love a few times. I also write about people-pleasing, guilt, and perfectionism, and yeah, there's a lot of very juicy scenes in there. So if you like this podcast, then I hope that you'll read the book. It's out now at all good bookstores across Australia. It can be shipped online, overseas, to wherever you are, and if you'd prefer to have the book read aloud to you by me, then you can also get the audiobook. All the links are in the show notes of this episode. Thanks for listening.